Going out of town this summer? Protect what matters most with 24-7 professionally monitored home security from Protect America. The nation's best home security starts at only $19.99 per month. For over 25 years, Protect America has offered award-winning home security with low monthly costs, low upfront costs, and locked-in rates. The other guys can't say that. So they don't even try. Visit protectamerica.com slash rebound to get $5 off your monthly monitoring. One more time, protectamerica.com slash rebound. Do you guys play uh, video games? I do. <laughs> I do play video games. Yeah, that's I, sure. Yeah, I do. Sure. Why not? Just play along. Right now? Did you? No. That's no. Alex. That's <laughs> Alex. Yeah, welcome to our YouTube channel. Um, Is this an ad? We're, we're, we're gonna, now we're going to start <laughs> do you playing play video games. We're going to start playing Minecraft. Um no, did you get, did you uh did you used to play Warc or StarCraft? I never no, I, never. I never really got oh into god. it. I'm not an RTS guy. Uh, oh my god. So, Star StarCraft um was was recently re- released for free by those bastards of Blizzard. <laughs> and um is that why you can't is that why you can't make any of our like scheduled stuff anymore no i'm out of the loop i'm out of it now i've got i but i got sucked back in for like a week and i was just it was relentless and then and then i was suddenly struck by how much time that game took up i mean you know i was i was probably i was probably out of graduate school when i when i played it the first time but uh, very nearly out of graduate school yeah. and very nearly but didn't, didn't have, make didn't it have out a of kid school. um had, had substantially more free time and um boy uh i apparently i guess i played a lot i played a lot of that because it takes a lot of time mm. uh, but it was fun to play again I, I did not get all the way through it again though but because I, I i played like seven levels or something like that and then it was just like this is not good <laughs> This is not good for me. Well, this is not healthy. At my house now, when you want to play video games, thanks to Dan Moore and telling me, yeah, you should just do it. Um, uh, now you can tell the Echo uh, to turn on the Wii. <laughs> <laughs> and it just does. It turns on the Wii and it turns on the TV and it sets it to the right input. And, it's and pretty then exciting. you can tell the Echo to beat your game for you. <laughs> and really, that's not fair. It's, that's no good. You don't even I said need that to be once. there. I said that once, and I thought I said to beat my children. Mm. It was very bad. Uh-huh. Wow! <clears throat> and it called the authorities. Yeah, we got the uh, we got the old Harmony Hub. I think it was um, maybe the wire cutter. Somebody had posted not too long ago in the past couple weeks that hey, it's on sale for the lowest price we've ever seen, so you should get it. And I texted Dan, and I was like, Dan, should I get it? And he said yes, <laughs> and so I did because I do what Dan says. Mm. And I wasn't sure. I wasn't Give sure. Give me one but million like dollars. <laughs> okay, uh, but I, I've been liking it. It's it's been nice. It's a uh, it's pretty good. I I actually really like the remote that comes with that because it is fairly simple. It's got nice tactile buttons. It works with almost everything. Um there are some shortcomings which I think maybe I've talked about in the past, but it um it's pretty good as a universal remote. I actually prefer it to the the Harmony models that have like the complicated touchscreens on them. Oh, I hate touchscreen remotes. But the um I I want to figure out if there's a way that I can use since Harmony hubs can control Sono speakers, I want to figure out if there's an echo integration I can use so I can tell the Harmony to start playing on the on the Sono speakers before the Sono Select integration comes. Yes, sort of. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't that sounds great. Yet. I'll take that. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, the, so there were two annoyances that I thought I would mention. Since you guys are nerds, you get this stuff. <laughs> since you guys are annoying. One was, 
Um, <laughs> Two more annoyances. You know, we've got a Tebow Romeo. <laughs> Two more annoyances. I also know as my co-host. <laughs> it had it had this uh, instinct that it was, when I was turning on my TV, uh, it should turn on the TiVo. When I was turning off my TV, it should turn off the TiVo. But TiVo, typically, you leave on all the time. And when it was turning it off, it was putting it to sleep, basically, which just means it takes longer to turn on. I was like, well, I've never done that before. Let's not start doing that now. So I had to figure out how to tell it, just ignore the TiVo, even though I'm going to use the TiVo. And that was fine. The other thing that's weird is every time it turns the TV off, it changes the input to, like, neutral first. And then when it turns back on, it puts the input to wherever you want it to be. On the hard There's no reason. Yeah. I've never, I don't know I've why. never seen that. So, Mine just turns Samsung on the last. Television. It's, it's just, it's odd. I don't know. I I'm going to figure it out. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to blame Samsung. But it's working <laughs> nicely. It was good. I will say this. I had held off on going into the Harmony world again because the last time I had a Harmony remote, which was one of those touchscreen, well, it was touchscreen and button combo. Um, the And this was years ago. This was like pre-iOS. Uh, the programming of the remote was just such a yes. pain in the ass. Yep. It's better but it's still a pain yep. in the ass. Agreed. Yeah, it's much. It is improved, but the bar was so low <laughs> that it's only like slightly because it used to be this like crazy, like silverlight based app on your Mac. Yes, and, and you had to oh, connect God. the remote. You had to connect USB. the remote to it, and it was terrible. And now at least there's an iOS app, which is not a great app, but it's no. definitely it's definitely better than the Silverlight app. <laughs> So, you know, I, I, I'm shocked that they haven't found a better way to do that or just a better app design because that app reeks of the, like, let's be platform independent. And so on iOS, yes. it feels super alien. Mm-hmm. And, yes, and it's, finding it's just things shocking to me that they still, like, they should, I think. And they, they do say, tell me about your devices. But then it should be like, okay, here are some, some scripts that probably make sense. And they just, they just don't do it in the way that I would imagine you would want to design that up. I guess there's just so many permutations that it's hard. The other thing that's really annoying is we have three Rokus in this house. And it's like, I can't get it to control any of the Rokus. Or at least I, I can't. I shouldn't say that. It probably can. I can't get it to control the Roku that's at the TV that I wanted to be controlling. Um, <laughs> it's controlling I don't some know, other Roku. I, yeah, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure it's controlling another Roku in the house. And I think that when I rescan for devices, it's not always the same order. So I don't know which Roku I've tested because it won't show their device names that I have set. It simply shows oh Roku two Ugh. and there or Roku three, whatever the hell it is. So it's all just, I don't know which one is which. And it's really annoying. But that's the only problem I'm having. So it's fine. It's gonna be fine. We're gonna get it all set up in one day. But I can't yet say, hey, let's watch Netflix because it can't trigger Netflix on the Roku. It can get to the Roku. It can get to the right input on the TV, but it can't uh, start the Netflix app. But I, I like it, Dan. So it was not a terrible recommendation. Whew. Phew. <laughs> You're off the hook for now. So you still get the million dollars. Still get the million dollars. <laughs> yes. Molts uh, will be sending I have, I have a super nerdy uh, thing that I got a couple weeks ago that I'm really enjoying. And it's nerdy and, and cheap, which is the best. Uh, and it, it appeals to... <laughs> uh, it uh, you're describing me. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's for podcasters. Um, and now I'm going to look up, well, not for podcasters. It's for anybody who has trouble finding a place to put their headphones. I bought one of these. Uh, I use my head. <laughs> you know what? You don't deserve this. I'm listening. I'm, I'm going to save it for a different show. I'm going to tell someone else about this. John. I'm going to find a stranger on the street. John. You may be interested to know Please. about. Um, so this is by, I'm looking it up now to get the right name. It's called The Anchor by elevation lab which i think they make some other i want to say they make other little interesting um do they make a, a stand yeah and like stuff? a laptop yeah so this is uh but what's Thing cool about this so it's like a little rubberish hook essentially that looks like an anchor 
and you it has like the 3m like adhesive pad on one side and you hook it to the bottom of your desk and it's a hook put your headphones on and i actually find this incredibly useful because i don't have a huge desk and my headphones always get in the way when they're on the desk so instead you just jam it under there and it's got like two sides to it and it's like that super strong adhesive so you can't pull it off easily and then you got a nice little hook to put your headphones on. You don't have to like it's drill called, into your desk or anything. It's called the anchor. It's called when the anchor. You, when you put your headphones on there, do you consider it anchor management? <laughs> oh my god! No, no, I'm furious with you right yeah, now. Yeah, really. I mean, first of all, he made it, he made that whole thing difficult, <laughs> and then second, he threw a pun in. He's he's enjoying himself though, which yeah. is all that we really ask for on this show. <laughs> Well, it's funny because in theory, one makes jokes for the entertainment of one's friends, and you guys hate it so much, and yet I can't help myself. So most I'm not of sure that's a hell really of a theory. theory. Is that really a theory? I don't know. Not with me. That's one theory. Anyway, oh, that is cool. I'm I'm sharing something I thought was cool with you guys. It's fine. It, it, it actually is pretty cool. Yeah. I wonder if I stick we, it to your forehead. That's how that will go. <laughs> we um at, at the office in New York, all the desks have these hooks underneath. It's not the sticky. It's not the anchor. I believe they're ones that are drilled into the desks. And I have long thought, boy, that is a really weird place to hang one's coat, and no one ever does. <laughs> but now I understand those are probably for headphones. They are, probably but nobody for nobody has ever used them, and every single person in that office has headphones. So I'm really excited to tell them, hey, those are headphone hooks. <laughs> You're gonna burst wow. in there and say, yeah, people. You've been living a lie. <laughs> I am here to liberate you. I'm excited. And then they'll be really upset to find out that it's just a place to hang their headphones. <laughs> um, Dan, when you bought these from Amazon, did you take advantage of this deal that is showing for $30 off assembly and installation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I paid full too. price for assembly? Oh, no. Man, oh, man. My bad. All right. So, good news, guys. It's time for everybody's favorite game. <laughs> picks it's time for <laughs> apple earnings are happening after oh, the show Jesus. but before we release oh, the right. show that's not Anybody it's nobody's favorite some... game <laughs> yeah but we're contractually obliged to do it <laughs> it's not even, my fault you I, know, I don't even it. have a guess i don't even have like a you don't even care anymore are you done like a, a thing to say everything's gonna be down how do, about that there you go do you think record-breaking number of iphones hold on wait 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 back up john just said everything is going to be down and i feel like john you need a hug or something do you you need a hug (laughs) yes i do i i'm I'm having a crown replaced right after this podcast oh (laughs) so that's the second most painful thing you'll be doing today that's right after after lex's puns (laughs) what is your appointment at 2 30 oh god no it's not not even eastern time I let that one go. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's at one. Uh, so you think everything, everything's mm. going to be down is actually news, right? Like that's that would be news if that were true. If everything were down, if everything were down, that would be not great. Um, people are actually thinking this is going to be pretty good. Uh, maybe not record breaking, but pretty solid. Hmm. Okay. Well, see, I, I was not paying attention. That's why I said everything was down. I, I like to set the bar low, and then if they come in, I'm high, guessing those... Mac Mini sales will be way up. Mac Mini sells. Mm, sure, yeah. It's interesting. I I don't. I, I guess this won't be a record iPhone quarter, right? Because there wasn't. It's it's been out for a long time now. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's likely. The I'm just looking at the uh, Mac Rumors I mean, has compiled a bunch of the estimates from analysts and iPhone unit sales. Uh, they're pretty broad. People are saying anywhere between forty nine point five million and fifty four point eight million. That's a Pretty big swing 
um, like five million swing. Um, what are they now? Max sale. What what are they currently? Or like what are they last quarter? I said what um, do they know? But what but do sure, they yeah. know? But you can actually give me some information that's useful. They sold fifty one million, fifty one point one million iPhones in the year ago quarter. Yeah, that's what we want. Uh, so people are estimating, yeah, anywhere from a little bit below to not, you know, a couple million over. Yeah. So that kind of seems like all over the place to me. Mm-hmm. Well, how many did you guys buy? <laughs> I didn't buy any. Uh, <laughs> no, well, that's not. Well, I my family bought two million. No, not this quarter. No, zero. <laughs> oh, I yeah. Bought. So, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> We're good. Uh, I, I, I suppose iPads will continue their ever declining sales numbers. Yeah, there's the guesses there yeah. are also kind of a big. There's nothing. Um, I mean, the, they're between seven and ten million. When did that, that that new one came out towards the end of the quarter? <sighs> yeah, Something that would have like been. That. But I don't yeah, think that's going to help. But it that is much. cheap, right? It's, it won't help boost revenue, but it might help boost units, possibly. Right. Yeah. ASP will be down because of that yeah. one. Yeah, I, I could go with that. That sounds smart. Yeah, let's <laughs> use ASP. That's great. Mm-hmm. Sure. Thank yeah. You. No. No. Throw those. Throw those around. Like you know. And people are. I like that the a lot of the analysts have watch sales estimates, even though we know we won't get a number for that. <laughs> what what are but the range, uh, what are those sales estimates they, for a watch? They range hugely. So of yeah. the people, the lowest is one point six million, okay. and the highest is three million. Yeah. So almost double. Yeah. Um, That's individual know, watch units sold in the quarter. As watch units yep. sold in the quarter. Wow. Yeah. Those are big numbers. Actually, they are good numbers. Yeah. So I keep telling people, you know, nobody wants to hear it. <laughs> yeah i mean they're only small numbers in comparison with their other product lines right like in on, yeah, their, on right, their own right. they're fine like but if you compare them to i mean they don't sell even as well as the mac which is a more expensive proposition um but i think you know computers are kind of a known quantity right like people know if they need a computer or not not everybody you know a watch is more still more of a like i say luxury item but like it's still more of a an item that you're it's not a necessity right yeah yeah i don't feel like any of this shit is a necessity anymore <laughs> really you just want to get rid of it toss smartphone it i would say a smartphone has become a necessity i was thinking yeah. about that today actually and that's because somebody last week uh littered this giant thing uh on my doorstep is this huge book and it's full of all these numbers mm, yeah <laughs> It's and a, I it's wondered a new, to myself, it's a new social, uh, it's a new paper-based it's social a new network. Social network, yeah. It's called Phonebook. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> name, actually, for a social network. Um, but I found myself wondering, like, oh, should I keep on to this in case of emergency? And then I started thinking about what that emergency would have to look like in order for me to, like, find a phone book useful, aside from propping up a table. Um, and I thought to myself, well, I don't have a landline <laughs> anymore, so I can't. If you're using one of those to prop up a table, you need a new table. Yeah, that is a yeah, messed that is a, up yeah, table. That one, is a one of those legs is really messed up. All right, something I need to sit on while I'm eating at the kitchen table. How about that? <laughs> little uh, Dan, little Dan needs something to sit on. <laughs> uh, but you know, it was one of those things where it's like, well, you know, it used to be, well, if the power went out, maybe you couldn't look something up on your computer. But it's like, well, now I have a smartphone with a battery, no so the power has to be out, and my smartphone has to be dead. But if my smartphone is dead, I can't make any calls, so there's no point in having a phone It's book. for when there's an EMP. That's it. <laughs> and I have to go next door and use somebody's phone? Like, I'm not leaving the house if there's an EMP. I am I am oh. going full-on bunker. Dude, if there's an EMP, I'm just going to finally sit down and read a fucking book. Like, that's... It's been a Boy, while. Boy, do I have a book yeah, for you, Lex. No, you're not. Your Kindle doesn't work anymore. <laughs> No, but like I actually have books. I just never read them because I only read the Kindle. Like I'm straight up going to read a book. 
Hmm. Sal's going to go down. If that was something that you wanted to do, you would have done it by now. That's possibly true. Hmm. Um, oh, man. I don't know. Yeah, Apple's going to be fine. That's my overall analysis. They're going to be <laughs> well, just I don't know fine. This, I don't know this, this, um, this new Microsoft laptop looks like a, looks like a MacBook. A game changer. Mm-hmm. Take these bold yeah. proclamations. I think it's all over. I think... Uh, you think we should shut it down? I think, yeah, I didn't return the money to the... Shareholders well, to us, actually, to us, I think. We put in a lot of time on this, and we've gotten what? <laughs> I can't figure out exactly what Microsoft's deal is these days. Um, you know, I follow Ben, the PC guy, on Twitter. And this has come up years ago on the show, but Ben and I went to high school together. Um, and he's been a PC Windows evangelist for years and he works for microsoft and for a long time he did the the smoked by windows phone commercials where you had to race ben on his windows phone to see who oh. could like post a tweet faster or oh, really? a photo to facebook faster yeah how's that working okay. these days well so everything he posts now is complaints about his iphone and <laughs> i believe they still make the windows phone now he does carry multiple phones so that he can check out the competition whatever but like he never posts anything about windows phone so I'm, my feeling is they've given up on that one yeah and uh, it seems like nobody's really using the Surface. We're just saying, oh, those are cool, and Apple should steal all their ideas, but nobody's actually buying them. I don't know. I don't, I don't get what Microsoft's up to. It seems like they should just keep milking that Windows and Microsoft Office cash cow for as long as they can. I'm looking at the Surface laptop, which I was looking at earlier this morning when they first announced it, and I, I, I agree with Moltz that I feel like I don't really know who this product is for. Like The Surface Book, at least, when they did that, it seemed like, okay, we're going to make a laptop that's a convertible with a detachable screen, a touch interface. Like This appeals to what we think is our market, right? And it's like, okay, fine. That's like, you know, that's not a direct product that Apple's making. That's a product that you are making and you feel like you have the information to say, this is something people will want. But the Surface Laptop really is just a, it's kind of a bare bones laptop. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's a core. I mean, maybe I-5. it's an education. It's, yeah, that, they seem to be pushing it very heavily during their their presentation at the education right. market. But the fact that it has so much stuff, like all it has is a, it's got a display port, a mini display port, a USB A port, no USB C, um, and a I think a uh, like a SD card slot maybe. Maybe there's a little slot on it. I couldn't tell if that was an SD card slot or a, like a peripheral or some sort of uh, proprietary connector, but that's it. I mean, I guess you could argue that it's got, it's got an ad featuring a song from Greece, Greece lightning. Okay. <laughs> that I'm watching right now. Um, <laughs> Sung very slowly, but electrifying. That's not creepy at all, John. Um, better shape. I didn't make the ad, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> also the keyboard is covered in fabric which is super yeah. weird that's a little yeah, weird i don't get it well oh but oh just the key, but not the keys yeah okay so that area is covered in fabric because why not right yeah well you know mm-hmm. I, you know i don't think that's a bad thing necessarily although boy that probably gets gross after a while that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking it'll yeah. just get really dirty i've seen me yeah. <laughs> i mean i think they're 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 basic my feeling is they're just trying to steal whatever they can from their oems you know like eat their lunch they're disrupt <sighs> disrupting the business that they created and made which probably works for them yeah that's true i mean so you know anything that they can make that i mean i don't think this is really going to change that much for apple but i think it's mostly going to affect their oems right 
Yeah. I mean, because they're, they're, you know, it's a decent looking laptop and it doesn't have all the crapware that the other ones all push on theirs. And so you get a better experience by buying a Surface from Microsoft than you do from buying a, a, some crappy laptop from somebody else. Yeah, you know, I mean, I was, and that's, that's, they're, they're competing against all those PC laptops, right? They're not competing necessarily against Apple directly. Not that much. I mean, to its small, you know, to a to much a small smaller now. degree they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think their bigger competition comes from Dell and Acer and Asus and all yeah. the, you know, making those. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe it'll work for that. I, I don't know. It's weird that they backed into this, like, the first they made the Surface, and they're like, oh, we're going to make this tablet, it's convertible, <laughs> you can do all this, this is great. And it did, I guess it did okay. It didn't do fantastically. Yeah. It did okay. And then they're like, oh, we're going to make a Surface book. It's like a Surface, but it's like a laptop, and it's great. And that did probably eh, all right. I, I do know someone who has one, but she works at Microsoft, so there's that. Mm. Uh, and then they're like, oh, we're just making a laptop. <laughs> it's like, you yeah. guys took the long way around on that one. <laughs> I, uh, it was interesting to me because I was thinking about how when these companies make cool devices, and I think about them, it really is amazing in retrospect that Apple launched iOS or iPhone OS at the time without the store, without third-party developer support, because the number one thing keeping me at this point is I feel locked in from the apps that I like. Like there are apps that I'm unwilling to find alternatives for on other platforms because I'm too happy with my workflow on iOS. So like there are times when you can look at a giant Android phone that has like the Google Pixel seems like a pretty decent phone. And I think, oh, that could probably work for me. But like, I got to have my tweet bot. You know, like I'm, I'm not willing to right. use some other shitty Twitter app. Um, and I feel the same way. But like, even if Microsoft makes a great laptop, I, I don't even look with envy at Chromebooks uh, because, yeah, I mean, the Google Drive stuff that I use is all the same. But like, there's apps that I just want to be running. I do not want to rely on the Twitter website. That's just not going to happen right. for me. I guess yeah. it's all about Twitter. I guess Twitter really is the key <laughs> in the story. Um, but it's it's. It is. I was telling my. I don't know how it came up, but I was telling my kids the story of the original iPhone recently, and they were amazed that it had like seven apps on it, and like none of them were fun. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty true. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I do. I. Yeah, it's well. You know what? It's weird because I feel like in some ways the Apple Watch is still in that like phase. I mean, I guess yeah. there's lots of other yeah. apps on it, but it's so the, this news this week that a bunch of major ios developers have removed the apple watch apps for their app, for mm-hmm. some of their apps like ebay google maps etc google apparently did say that that was temporary and that they were doing something new which makes me wonder if maybe there's you know people either have sort of an insight because these are companies that are big enough that they could be partnering with apple to develop something to roll out like when watch os 4 comes out right yeah. like they could be demo like oh here's google to show you what they're doing with this or here's ebay you know, to show you how they're making, you know, an awesome new watch app with all these new features we're adding in watchOS 4. Um, and maybe they have to remove the current apps for some bizarre reason while they're doing that. Um, but, you know, third-party apps on the Apple Watch, I think, are generally still pretty lackluster. Um, and, and it's weird. A lot of people haven't really updated, you know, their apps since, you know, watchOS 2 or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so they haven't taken advantage of all the, like, native app stuff that can be done on there so yeah i don't know it's a it's a weird situation i still don't really use anything 
I, they really aren't third-party apps I use on my watch very much. <laughs> I still get burned by them. You know, just a couple days ago, I was trying to look at the forecast, and I have Dark Sky on my home screen instead of the default weather app. And I tapped on it, and it thought and thought and thought. And then the app came up, and I was like, okay, I want that's today. I want to see tomorrow. And it just it could not get there. Yeah, and I had, It is capable, but I could not get there. I, used carrot, I was using Carrot Weather, and it would keep giving me – it was a couple weeks ago. It would keep giving me temperatures that I was like – I know that is not the correct temperature for where I'm like off like by 20 degrees and I would open it up oh, really? and it would tell me, yeah, it would tell me my location was over the Atlantic o- ocean. I'm like, what? How? What? <laughs> That's a hell of a Wi-Fi signal. Where are you getting this? So I don't know if that was a bug or what, but it was super bizarre. I'm pretty sure mm, I'm not hovering that. over I've the ocean. I've never had that happen, but. I, I, are, do you think I'm lying to you? Why would I lie to you? No, I do not think you're lying to me. I'm just, I'm just saying that I've never had that happen. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm never gonna have. And happen I use again? weather. Here's what I'm never gonna have happen again. I'm never gonna allow myself to wear some crappy off the rack suit. You know why? Because now I wear made to measure suits. Uh, I wear Indochino suits, and as regular listeners know, I have two of them because they sent me one. And I liked it so much, I got another one. Uh, Men look better in a suit. It's just, this is just science. You can ask me or Neil deGrasse Tyson. (laughs) Indochino is making it easy to get a perfectly tailored suit at an incredible price. You can choose from hundreds of top quality fabrics and personalize your suit just the way you want. Whether it's for work, a wedding, or another special occasion. Um, I've been to one wedding already this wedding season. And I expect that we're going to attend like 75 more before the summer is over. So it's good to have a suit. Indochino has suited up hundreds of thousands of men and are now the largest made-to-measure menswear brand in the world. Here's how it works. Say it along with me, everybody. Visit Indochino.com or drop by one of their nine North American showrooms. You pick from hundreds of fabrics and patterns. You choose your customizations from lapels to pleats to jacket linings and more. Submit your body measurements. Finally, kick back, relax, and get ready to step into the best, most stylish suit you have ever worn. Just four weeks from now. This week, our listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just $389 at Indochino.com when you enter the code REBOUND at checkout. That's half off. That's 50% off the regular price for a made-to-measure premium suit. Plus, shipping is free. So it's Indochino.com, I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code REBOUND for any premium suit for just $389 for free shipping. Check it out. It's fun. You'll never have to worry about badly fitting suits or expensive trips to the tailor again. Get ready to look like the million dollars I owe Dan Moran. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Dan, would you tell him that you that he also owes me $1 million? What, what do I get out of that, John? <laughs> I'll give you a dollar of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lex, you also owe John uh, $999,999. Buy four copies of your book. Okay, there okay. we go. All right. Golden. Okay. Actually, do you, is the, does the dollar work out better? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all a question of exchange rates. Yeah. <laughs> uh, rumor has it, according to one of those lovely Apple analysts, that there's a uh, Echo computer coming from uh, Apple that might be introduced at WWDC. Hmm. I, I saw one take that if Apple has an Echo competitor, um, it's going to be real important that Siri gets a little bit better, and I'm I'm there. Yeah, I saw that I, as well with the um, uh, with somebody suggesting that there's a lot of stuff that's been going on behind the scenes to improve it for this. Um, and, and yeah, if, if that's I, true, it would they have haven't to be. released it that Siri stuff be. yet because no, I, my Siri and everybody knows I'm a Siri guy. Everybody talks about it all the time. Many people are saying Lex <laughs> loves Siri, but it has been <laughs> shitty for me recently. <laughs> really? I've been struggling. Yeah, hmm. I get. I, well, I probably don't use it as much as you do. 
Like it's like really what, gotten like bad on, on which, tra- which, especially on transcription, which is not quite Siri, but it's all the same. <laughs> but <laughs> like when if I say it's the transcription elements of it mostly. If I say like I message my wife, I'm going to be home for dinner in five minutes. It's like okay, I'm going to iMessage Lauren. You suck, and I hate everything you stand for. Like it really is just terribly transcribed. That does message. not sound like a speech recognition problem. <laughs> no, it is. Or if I'm like, like I had a reminder that popped up today where it was like Xcode, you son of a bitch, and it was because I wanted to remind myself something about Xcode. And when I was trying to set the reminder, Siri could not handle getting the time or the date. It was cha- this is what the one that killed me. I was like, remind me about Xcode tomorrow at nine fifteen a.m. And it was like, here's your reminder. Pops up, it, it transcribed my thing exactly right. Pops up a different reminder that it has now changed the time to yeah. nine fifteen for a totally different reminder for no reason that I could understand. And so then I was like, no, remind me about Xcode. At, you know, whatever day you bitch. And so then that was what the reminder was. <laughs> That's going to you bitch. I was like, okay. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I, I'm frustrated with Siri recently. That's all I, I wrote something about this a, f- a month or so ago when I was packing for a trip and I kept trying to get to add something to my packing list. And it kept saying like, I can't find your packing list in Apple Music or something like that. And I was like, what? Why are you even looking in music? <laughs> like, yeah, what is happening here? <laughs> so I, yeah, I 100% agree that Siri needs a little bit of uh, if it's going to be the centerpiece of a product, right, and not just a computer where there's other ways to do things, but where it's the only way to do something, it's really got to be pretty solid. And, you know, that's not to say that the Echo or the Google Home are, you know, 100% reliable all the time, but they're both pretty good. I, I find that they succeed more than they fail for me by a wide margin, um, if anything, the sometimes too good at like false positives, like where you mishearing, you know, stuff that's addressed to them, for example. Um, but you know, I, I, and especially, so the Google home just added this past week, the ability to support multiple Google accounts, um, in with voice recognition. So when you say the trigger words, it can tell like once you've trained it, which takes, you know, five seconds, it's like the Hey Siri training. Oh, sorry, everybody. It's like the training that you do on your iPhone. Um, and so like Apple's clearly worked on something like that, right? Cause they have that where other people, you know, voices don't trigger your phone. Um, and so one would think that they can implement a feature much like this. So I'm curious to see if, if the, such a device materialized, if they do have it, but it works pretty well in the Google home. So like my girlfriend can say the trigger word and ask about her calendar and it will give her her calendar. And if I ask about my calendar, it will give me my calendar. That's is, really cool. Which is really cool. Um, and so I, you know, feel like that's a, that's now I feel I've heard that a- Amazon has been working on something similar, um, for the echo. And if they manage to roll that out, that's going to be like table stakes at that point, because in any device that you've got in a house with more than one person, you don't want to necessarily let everybody have access to the same information. Or, you know, you could do something like, um, you know, we've talked about the echo buying stuff, you, you know, with kids buying stuff on their, you know, parents echoes and stuff. If you locked it to a particular voice, for example, that would solve that problem. Um, they'd have to like learn to do a really good impression of their parents. <laughs> We almost bought a second Echo accidentally over the weekend because friends were over and uh, Rachel says to her husband, Jason, we should get an Echo. And he's like, Alexa, we should buy an Echo. 
<laughs> and it was like, oh, okay. Well, the top search item for Echo is this one. Are you ready to buy it? And I was like, no, 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 no. Do not. But well, uh, you just made everybody who listens to the show buy one. So good job. That's I'm fine with that. But uh, yes, buy yes. Alexa, yes, uh, but it was uh, it was quite the moment because it was unintended on their parts, and it was they didn't even realize how close they had come to buying it. That's like it was, and then and then the echo was like a little offended too. She was like, "Fine, okay, canceling." Like I was like, "No, no, no, <laughs> your choice, asshole." Whatever, <laughs> asshole. Uh, yeah, so the um, it's pretty good. The Google Home has a couple of neat, neat things that they've done recently. Uh, they have a recipe mode that they just added. Where you can tell it, like, I want to make this. And it was like, all right, I found a recipe. And it will, like, walk you through. It will give you a step. And then when you're ready, you can say, like, next step, etc. So, which is kind of clever. I kind of wish my Echo had that, too. Um, but, yeah, there's this, this does seem like a, you know, there's a lot of traction happening here. So, it doesn't surprise me that Apple might want to get in on this. Um, but there's a lot of room still in this field, uh, especially for something that integrates really well with the rest of the Apple ecosystem. Yeah, I, I mean, Moltz is going to buy the Apple one because <laughs> I mean, oh, that will be Maltz. that will be delicious. Well, no, somebody needs one. That it has much better. Somebody privacy on this controls. show needs one. I mean, I already have so many robots. You think I'm not going to buy another? <laughs> yeah. Uh, my girlfriend's going to start throwing out all these random little cylinders that are like all over the place. Dan, well, are you going to uh, somebody that likes money? Mm, that's right. Are, are you gonna get the uh, camera? The echo, echo look? No, that was vetoed immediately. <laughs> I don't think it's for me either. Yeah, I work, see, I, I work there's a pretty home. good example of why I I, don't, I shy away from these things. I mean, the, they, they will keep all the all of those pictures. They're keep, They just basically said, yeah, no, we're keeping all those pictures. <laughs> and if we happen to find out, you know, when you're pregnant or when you look depressed, that's just the cost of doing business. You know they're 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 making money. That's true. Um, I I don't know the camera thing's not for me. There are people I think who that will be very popular with uh, because I think it's not for it's not for us. Honestly, like we all work at home <laughs> because we don't care what we look like. We all work at home. <laughs> Do you give a crap about what you're wearing most days? It's honestly I hey I put a lot of thought into this hoodie, but I know people who have specifically told me like. That actually would be super great because it would prevent me from, like, wearing the same thing. Like, people who actually work in offices in professional capacities where, you know, keeping track of what they've worn over time is actually a benefit. So, hey, that's a. Mm. I think it's a thing for some people. I, I don't know if that product will sell well or not, but it's also trying to aim at a, mar- a segment of the market that nobody's really addressing. I mean, it's it's interesting because I don't think, and this is this is blatant stereotyping, uh, which I am wrong to do. But my first thought was like, wait, are the nerds who are buying these things going to care about this at all? And of course, today almost like you could say that having a smartphone in your pocket makes you a nerd at this point. So everybody's a nerd. But it's, it just felt like the people who are putting echoes in their houses are not the people who are super fashion conscious. But I guess that's not true. Well, I guess I, that it, I, I think that, the other to point, me, I took it as a sign that it's mainstream. Yeah, but the other point is that it's not just appealing to the people who already have echoes in their houses, right? Like this is. But going that's after a pretty it. expensive setup. If you're gonna have to buy that, I mean, I guess if you're willing to pay a lot of money for fashion designers and you're willing to pay a lot of money for a device that can look at you, because you have to buy the look and the echo, right? It's not. No, it's one device. Oh, the look is it standalone thing? I thought yeah. it also needed an echo. No, I see. No, no, no. Okay, it's a it's an echo with a camera. Got it. So I mean, and, and I think I that think this of is nothing I'd like worse, <laughs> less. 
Um, yeah. Now, do the same people who tape over their laptop <laughs> cameras yeah, get really. the echo look? Uh, no. The answer, to that, question is the answer no. to that question is no. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I just enjoy <laughs> I the members did. of your your local Linux <laughs> mug or, or whatever lug is it? Is yeah, that what it say, is? I don't think the Linux users go to mugs. They're not. They're probably not getting this. No, for so many reasons. <laughs> uh, what else you got? You guys going to WWDC? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll go. Sure. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, sure, whatever. I was We're on the fence, fine. but thanks for asking. Uh, I will go. I don't know if I'll get a keynote pass. I'm going to try to, but um, I will be there for a couple days shorter trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Moltz, are you going this time? Moltz uh, never, no. Moltz never no. comes. Moltz never comes. I, okay. Well, that's not completely true, but the um, only way to see Moltz is time. to go to Seattle. And he doesn't that live helps. in Seattle, but like maybe you can entice him to get to Seattle if you are. It's true. I did go, like I went through New York and I didn't see either Lex or John Armstrong. So that's true. I predict that if Apple I was there does, for like five hours, you've flown in through Boston several times, and we've never gotten that a beer. was a long time ago. Although I'm doing it again in September, and I know I probably won't see you and then. We're not getting a beer because <laughs> like I'm going to a wedding. I'm going to a wedding. You didn't I don't invite me to the wedding. It's really you won't marry him. I feel but, like yeah. I'm it's just fine. saying, at WWC, if Apple does unveil a speaker, you think they give one to all the paid attendees? No. <laughs> no. No. Okay. They give, they give like, mice to people. When, They're not going to yeah, give people yeah, a speaker. I, 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 when was the last time they gave anything well, other than software? It wasn't too long ago, right? Didn't they give away some hardware sometime not too long ago? Or I mean, they I did that a long time. I think that was a long time ago, but... And it was never, like... They didn't give, like, Macs or iPhones or iPads... They're not going to give you anything. You're lucky if they they like give you a lightning cable and then charge you an extra ten bucks for it. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> oh man, remember whenever it was panicking because they were going to give away the uh, they they were going to change the um, lightning port again a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that crisis of a few weeks back. Yeah, we survived it. Have we moved it's on to, to a new up. crisis? Is there a new crisis that we should be freaking out about right now? My ongoing crisis is that my AirPod microphones suck for me. Like, people just can't understand what I'm saying on the phone. It really I, I can barely understand what you're saying right now. <laughs> I get that a lot. Um, I got really confused the other day because I got a phone call and when I was listening <laughs> that to That is music. super confusing, let yeah, me tell you. Yeah, which A, bad to begin with, um, and then B, I was listening to music on from my Mac on my AirPods and I was just like... I don't know. Wait, what? How do I answer? Because <laughs> I, and I should have just answered the phone from the laptop, but I screwed it up. So yeah, that that is something similar happened. So to I that. answer the phone. She can't. The woman can't hear me talking because I feel like it should be going through my AirPods, and it's not. It's going through my this phone speaker. And then finally, I flip it over to um, speaker on my phone, so I can talk to her. And I've taken out the AirPods, <laughs> and when suddenly my Mac starts playing music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i should not be talking i had a i had a similar problem like that where uh, i got a phone call while i was listening to music on the sonos and i was on the couch and i was like uh i can't pause the sonos because the phone's ringing so i had to pick it up and be like hold on a second and then like go to the sonos app and pause it yeah that was um, yeah that's also a little annoying well you could have gone to control center too but whatever uh but the doesn't always work the, for me but the two airpod annoyances i have had recently are oh your I watch find, you get it done on your watch oh true true when i take out the airpods 
uh, something I about the way I hold them when I'm putting them in the case. You know, you take it out and it pauses, but then as I'm putting it back in the case, my hand closes around the sensor enough that it assumes it's back in my ear, so it starts playing yeah. again for an extra moment. I've had that. I hate that. I've had that happen a couple of times, but uh, and I only recently learned, thanks to the rebound Slack inside the turning this call around Slack, um, <laughs> why Find My AirPods hasn't been working for me. I tried to use it twice, and neither time would it work until later when I found them and used them again. But it only can find loose AirPods, which I think I missed. I was thinking that they could make noise within the case if I had Uh-oh. lost the case oh, with the AirPods yeah. in it. But no, it doesn't do that. But I'm never going to lose my AirPods. I'm going to lose the AirPods in the case. So that sucks. Mm. <laughs> I would like the AirPods to make noise within the case when I can't find the whole enchilada. So mm-hmm. please get on that. I would like AirPods to make a noise when I can't find my enchilada. <laughs> find my enchilada. <laughs> find my enchilada. That's find, the, find the whole WWDC. enchilada. Yeah, that's well, trying to get that's, greedy. That's what future me, liberals want. Yeah, don't, don't find part of the enchilada over there and part of the enchilada over there. That's useless to me. It was a very small segment. They call it the enchilada. Never mind. Okay. No. Bleep bloop. Enchilada. Bleepity bloop bloop. is that a show is that what is that what passes for a show these days that's that's what passes for a rebound yeah we talked about stuff yeah we nerded (laughs) out